Hello, it's Al, and um, you're about to hear a podcast about my visit to Aston Martin headquarters last weekend. Um, I was listening back to it while I was doing the edit, and I realised I never said thanks to Aston Martin themselves, and I really, I really should do um, for such a prestigious company as them to let the public in and to let us walk around to see what they do, to see the to see the beautiful cars, to see how they're made, to walk through the factory production line. To be able to talk to all the employees, it's just awesome. It was so open. Um, we could take as many photos as we wanted. We could take as many videos as we wanted. It was just great. So I really need to say thank you to Aston Martin and to the, the employees who were so um, pleased to speak to us and open, uh, happy to answer any questions. And they all looked really happy to work there. They were a really happy workforce. Um, so, yeah, thanks to Aston Martin and the employees. Uh, and here's the podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of the Full Beam Podcast. We've got a really exciting and interesting podcast uh, today because Al is now an Aston Martin owner and he was almost headhunted to be the next James Bond. So let's delve into that and find out exactly what happened. Okay, Al? Well, first of all, hello, I'm Al. Um, oh, and, and I'm sorry, but we also now know Al as double eight, don't we? Jimbo Bond. <laughs> Everything you've said so far is untrue. <laughs> well, okay, let's let's take a step a, a step back, okay? Yeah. Al isn't an Aston Martin owner, no. but a very very good friend of his is an Aston Martin owner. Yes. And somehow, I don't know how they quite managed to do it. They got invited to the Aston Martin headquarters for their staff weekend. Now, let's get this straight up clear. Neither Alex or his very good friend Nick are employees of Aston Martin. But no, and I'm Nick, pretty sure that most of the people there weren't either. <laughs> but Nick uh, somehow uh, got a couple of tickets to go to this. And a massive, massive shout out to Nick uh, because he is really interested in our podcast. He, he loves what we're doing. He loves the content. He, he, lo- he loves um, the Full Beam uh, podcast. And he just thought straight away of of uh, taking Al uh, down there so he could talk about it and take some great photos and take some great shots and, uh, well, and videos. I was fair choice, but fair choice is best than the fourth choice. No, don't never, don't believe it. You know, you you were you were first choice. It was only okay. ever going to be. <laughs> I'm, just glad, um, I'm just glad his two sons were, his two sons were working that day. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a massive massive opportunity, and Al had other commitments and stuff and other things to do, but it was just too good an opportunity to pass up, wasn't it, Al? Yeah, I told me over half not to be ill until the next day. <laughs> um, obliged, and- to be fair, you obliged. To make it even better, um, you got to go down to the Aston Martin headquarters. Where are they, Al? They are in Gaydon, which is in Warwickshire. Uh, it's North Warwickshire, so it's kind of just south of Leamington Spa. Very nice. Um, it's right next to the M40. Um, but we went down on A roads and B roads, not not the motorway. We didn't trust the motorway at all. So let let just just picture the image, just just picture the scene. An Aston Martin 
V8 Vanquish pulls up out. Vantage, Vantage, not Vanquish. Sorry, V8 Vanquish pulls up outside Al's house. You can imagine Al's face. Al's face goes giddy at the sight of a Snickers bar. So God only knows what Al's face looked like when this Aston Martin pulled up outside his house. So basically, like a kid at Christmas. I know I would have been. The Aston Martin is like a gunmetal grey. Yeah. And uh, it's got Chancellor red leather interior, hasn't it, Al? Very good, yes, very good. Okay, so that is just just a shade lighter than, like, Oxblood red, isn't it? It's a very, very a nice... Shades, nice, yeah, yeah, a couple of shades. So, paint the picture for us, Al. What was it like? What did it sound like? I bet the neighbours were peering through their windows, weren't they, through the neck? <laughs> I think most of them were, yeah. Nick, Nick was very light on the accelerator, getting away from the... The road, um, but I suppose it was a bit conspicuous. It was parked in the middle of the road. I was vi- I was going around the video in it, shouting Nick say hello, Nick. He's shouting back hello, Nick. Um, so yeah, we weren't we weren't exactly inconspicuous. But tell everybody what, what what was it like? What what was it like seeing that car in the flesh? Was it bigger than you thought? Was it wider? Was it lower? What? When you walked out your front door, what, what, what you? It's an Aston Martin, for Christ's sake! You don't see an Aston Martin every day. Tell, tell us about it. Tell us the, <laughs> the mystery, the magic around it. Well, I've seen it before and I've sat on it, but I've never, I've never been in it when it's been going. Okay, so. What? Go on, go on. You know, big it up. That? I said it's all right for some, isn't it? I've never sat in an Aston Martin before. Oh, I do you know, haven't you? Oh. <laughs> oh, I have. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was it was it was very very low on the road as you'd, as you'd expect. Um, beautiful shape. Um, did you get the the sweeping curves right, Aston? You got you got to hand hand them that. Especially the more modern vehicles, just a beautiful sweeping shape. Elegant, um, really elegant, elegant yeah. lines. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. Um, getting in the. The door handle, it, it, I feel a bit bad calling it a door handle. It's so much more than that, really. It's um, it's a piece of the door that you press in, and it, the handle comes out as you press it in. So, <sighs> I've not described it very well. I like. It. I just, I almost don't want to, don't want to grab it unless in case you break it. It's so gorgeous. Um, basically, this isn't a handle, is it? This is a lever. It's a lever. That's right, man. It's a lever. Well done. Releases out the door. So basically, when you're looking at the car door, it, it looks, looks flat. Flush. There's no big chunky handle. No, not at all. No, perfect. Absolutely flush. Um. So yeah, and then as you get in the the door, the doors are enormous. I mean, the doors are so big. So obviously, it's only a, only a two door car, isn't it? Only a two door car. You know what I mean? It's not a four door car. So the the doors are enormous and heavy. But they've got to be heavy. It's okay. Yeah. Um, and one thing you don't notice as you're getting in, but you do as you're getting out, the doors rise a little bit as you come out. So yeah. that's so the mystic, the mystic love it. Yeah. yeah love it. Very well designed. Um, getting in and out is, for a bloke of my age, is difficult. Well, it shouldn't be an issue because you've already got any legs. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> um, if you were tall, it would be, would be very hard. Nick looks a bit tall. No, Nick's only the same size as me. Is he? He'll, he'll hate it that I've said that. 
you know, he'd that. His bulk, his bulk of Vince is bigger. He's not really, but I'll say, I'll say he is to please him. Um, he's not much taller than me. I think he just looks taller because he's a lot slimmer. He's a lot skinnier, yeah. He always was a little mountain goat. He's a big cyclist. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and <laughs> oh, sorry. Opening the opening the opening the back the the back hatch. I hesitate to call it a hatch. It's just amazing because the whole of the back comes up like hatchback does. Yeah. But this is such. This is not a hatchback. It's like it's like the whole of the back of the car comes up. Do you know what I mean? Have you got photos of this, Al? Um, did I not put it on? A, I think I've got a video of it. I think. Yeah. Obviously, we understand now that we are, or you are, painting a picture to the best of your ability. But ultimately, it's a podcast. But you are going to be updating all our social media, and you're going to be updating Insta, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. I've started. I haven't got a VFR yet, but I will drip, drip, drip them out as as quickly as I can. There's a lot of videos. So. I'm digressing ever so slightly, but you took an absolutely fantastic black and white photo of the dash, and it yeah. ju- it's just it just sums up Aston Martin for me perfectly. It's elegant and classy. That dashboard looked like looking at an expensive watch dial for me. Like looking at looking yes, at it's very like that, Lucy Rice. Or, or Rolex or. Something I looked like a real nice watch face. It was lovely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was that. We spent we've been ten minutes just getting getting in the car. We haven't even driven off yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I get in the car. The, the seats are beautiful. Everything's everything's just gorgeous. Red inside. Everything's hand stitched. Hand stitching is incredible. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't hand stitched. Actually, no. I guess the factually it's not hand stitched, some of it's not, but the stitching is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, it's going back in time a little bit, so there wasn't a USB, there was only Bluetooth for one one phone. Um there was no no dab, there's a, a manual AM FM radio. But that was kind that was kinda of nice, you know. That was kinda of nice. You're only in you're only in that car for two reasons. Oh yeah, yeah. Next well next to me very very really puts his radio on. Why would you? Why would you? He's got that too, hasn't he? If you ever put the radio on in that car, I couldn't be I couldn't be friends with you. Well, we did on the way back for the football scores. Well, okay, I understand that. But why you would have why'd have some local DJ just whining on trying to be funny when you could listen to that V eight engine is just beyond me. Just beyond me. It did take yeah, it did it did take us a long time to get there. So we left about just after nine. We finally got down to Berkshire about one o'clock. Um, I'm, I wasn't bored for a second. I mean, we were talking a lot, but yeah. it seemed to, the whole thing was just so entertaining. So I've got a question, right? In the Cayman S, it was like driving a fishbowl. You got a lot of luck, so especially if you were moving slowly through traffic. But you, you, a lot of people would look in, they'd look at the car, blah, blah, blah. And Aston's a step up from that, right? So when you were when you were going through small towns, small villages, or slow moving traffic, or or country traffic lights or whatever, were you getting a lot of attention? Were you getting a lot of looks, a lot of glances into the car, a lot of glances at the car? I did see a few, but I didn't particularly. I wasn't particularly looking for it because I felt, would have felt a bit 
not embarrassed, a bit um, self-conscious. But yeah, I did notice a few, yeah. yeah. Um, we had to stop for petrol on the way down, and that's... <laughs> Nick said to me, it, it said, be warned, it takes ages, because there's something about the petrol tank. That You know when you, you, know when you get to, like, a full tank and it locks, the air locks, doesn't it, on, on, yeah. the, on the pump? He says, it does that all the time. He says, so literally, that's like a bit in of time, so it takes ages to fill the tank up. No way, and is, is, that, is that like a, a, a glitch, a manufacturing glitch? or don't know, I don't know. Well, like I said, some, I, bet, you know, I, bet, I bet people at the Petsies think, look at that, posing, get, taking his time, filling his tank up. Yeah. Well, he's not posing at all, really. He's just, he's just, that's the time it takes, you know. No way. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Mm. But it wouldn't put me off, because, and this is meant to be me just being me, I would pose. I'd say, it, it would, <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, so, so there was that. Um, was, that was that was really nice coming out of a service station, get back into an Aston Martin. That was that was an experience. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you've missed you've missed like the biggest point for me, right? What? And the biggest thing for me would be getting in that car. Has he got that key? Do you have to kind of like post into the dash? Mm, I didn't see it. There's a stop start button. Stop the start button. Well, that for me is it. Getting in that car, putting your seatbelt on, shutting the door, pressing that start-stop button. You've got to do a good job of describing that noise when it started. Or what? It surely it sent you a bit giddy. Surely it got you fizzing your belly going a little bit. The anticipation was was pretty good because I think that's only the second car I've been in with a with a start button. <laughs> um, oh no, the third year BMWs have got one, haven't they? You know, two. Yeah. Stan Peter's got one, hasn't he? Yeah. So it would have been the fifth one because the Menno McGann did as well. That yeah, had ones. Don't count that, do you know? Oh. Um, but to have like an, an Aston Martin start button, you think, what's this going to be like? And I lights up as well, lights up orange before you, before you push it. Oh. Um, oh. And it's just like this you do get the, the normal ignition going on. That like the sound of the key turning, even though it's not a key, you still get that, and then it's just like a a very deep growling noise. Does it burst? Like a ru- like, Does it burble? What? what like, come like, on, it's like a rumbling. Can you can you can you make the noise for us? Everybody's desperate to hear. Can I make the noise? If I could impress this Aston Martin, I'd be on Britain's Got Talent. At least try. Oh, Simon. Um... <laughs> there you bibble, go. Bibble, bibble, bibble. Imagine that with bibble, 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 bibble behind it. You're not really far there, really, but that's the best I can do, I'm afraid. A, a valid attempt, Al. A valid attempt. Okay, so we understand, you know, everything about getting in it, the looks and everything else and the feel of the interior and the quality of the cockpit and the noise and, like you said, that anticipation. Yeah. You were navigating? You were doing all navigating? I was, yeah, which I wasn't expecting. You're cutting out there, mate. I couldn't even imagine it, mate. I really couldn't imagine old school navigating. A and B roads, it must have been it was difficult. Nick had already written out the route, though, to be fair, so I had to try and follow that on the map, but Nick's route veered off here and there. Which, he was, he was naming, naming roads on the routes because he, he took it off Google, but he didn't have street names on the bloody map. 
So if you like turn left down the Keisha Avenue, well, where's you know where's Keisha Avenue on the maps? Nowhere is it? So that didn't really help. So we got lost a couple of, not lost, we deviated from the routes a couple of times, but we, we were going in the right direction. So you're going to come to Rosan eventually, aren't you? You know. You don't care, do you? No, if, no. If, if you're going to get lost, you want to going to you're going to want to get lost in an Aston, a Ferrari, a Lambo, exactly. you know. We were, we were heading south. We had all the time in the world. We were in an Aston. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah. So who cares? I know I've been asking you to describe loads and loads of detail, but for me, what was it like going into the headquarters? Because I've seen images of the headquarters, and it looks impressive. They've got like, it looks like a bit of a lake, and sometimes there's like a car on the lake and stuff, isn't it? And there's a yeah. Well, there is, do, you have, do you have two cars on the lake? Um, well, first of all, it took us, we got to Gaiden. And then we were in the queue. Well, we thought we thought there'd been an accident further up, further up the road. It wasn't. It was just a queue to get in. It took us fifty minutes to get in. How many? Five zero. Five zero. Oh. We were just sat. So queue. can I can I ask a question, right? Yeah. How many of the cars in front of you were Aston Martins? Uh, I think one. Right. I saw. So one. everything else was. For Boxers, Audis, Renaults, that kind some of... nice cars, but only only saw one Aston. And in the car park, I saw two, maybe. Um, so, they should have had priority. To be honest, they should have had priority in my eyes. Well, Nick thought we were going to get priority park, and then we didn't. We didn't. Which There's is... no way. I'm sat in an Aston Martin behind the Ford. Waiting to get into the Aston Martin headquarters. There's no way. I know. I was, I was waiting for us to get waved through. Didn't happen. Didn't, Didn't happen. It? No, no, no. So, yeah, that was a bit of a bummer. But never mind, we got in. Um, so, yeah, you park up. Uh, then what happens is before you get in the actual building itself, outside, there was all um, Aston's Park. There was a, a Red Bull uh, F1 car there um, that you could have a look around. Uh, smaller than you think, actually, wasn't wasn't that big. Um, and a few, it said like um, there was the staff car park, and some of the cars were open and some weren't open. So I'm thinking there were people who worked there who just parked yeah. the cars there, and everybody was just looking at them. Um, you know, a few vantages, a few DB, was it DB 11s? Oh, nice, yeah, yeah, um, a few of them. Yeah, it was that was interesting that bit. Um let me just have a look at the photos I can just wait a second please. Uh yes, yeah, so there's a, a Red Bull. Uh so, what, the, what's the cockpit like in the F one? Is it spacious? Is it roomy? No, not at all. Get in. So yeah, like it would be a job getting in. Would you get in? Oh it's a struggle. So so really the telly doesn't show like how small F1 driver F1 drivers must basically be like jockeys. I wouldn't say so much. It's the the length of your legs. It's it's how it's how fat you are. Yeah, it's the width of your shoulders, isn't it? Basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, F1 drivers are like slight figures. The halo looks bigger in real life than it does on telly. Really? Yeah, I was surprised at that. Because even they said to me, "How's DC past that?" I said, "We were talking about that on the podcast." Wasn't he it listening? Nick, were what? you not listening to that F1 part? Oh, shame on you, Nick. So, they had, yeah, they had the F1 car there, and then they had a couple of the Valley cars next to that. Um, 
then there's a DBS, a few DBSs out. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, a few DBSs and all that. So then you go across the bridge over the pond, and there's a a car to your left and a car to the right. Then you go into the actual reception of the headquarters. Uh, once you get through reception, there's like all pictures on the wall and whatnot. Once you get through reception, it comes like this main atrium, which is like a very, very big open uh, glass hall. Yeah. And that's where it started, really. So you get in there and you come face to face with a Valkyrie. Wow, we. And you're like, what, what the bloody hell is that? And it's a Valkyrie. No. Yeah. These, these now, I, I struggle with these, okay, because that Valkyrie. To yeah. me, is not a car. Do you know what I mean? What a spectacle! Well, Aston Martin are grand tourers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will eat up A roads, B roads, motorways. They will eat up continents. They will just go and go and go. Oh. You will get all the performance that you need, but you will also get it in a lovely cabin. Yeah, I know what you mean, mate. The Valkyrie is just a, a track car, isn't it? It's like, the, I know what you mean. Like, you look at it and you just think, those doors are mostly made of carbon fibre, fiberglass, aluminium. Yeah, there's no, yeah. I can't say there's no quality to them because it's quality. It is, it's engineering perfection. But the seats are most probably moulded to the monocoque anyway. You're going to be crippled after five minutes. You can't see in or out of it. You can't take it through a drive-through. It's it's just it, it it's just a Formula One car <laughs> with a roof and an airbag. Have you just said you can't take it through a drive-through? Yeah, you know, you know what I meant, don't you? Know, you know what I meant. You can't. I thought, I thought, gonna... I thought that was the boring practical one. It's true, isn't it? Like you're not going to take the Valkyrie to Sainsbury's. You're not going to take a Lamborghini to Sainsbury's. Yeah, you are. Oh, you could be not going to, are you? It's different, isn't it? A Lamborghini has got seats in it. A Lamborghini's got air conditioning, a radio, airbags, sat nav. I can't believe you're saying all this. But it's true. Oh, I know it's true, but I'm surprised. I'm so surprised you're saying it. It's like it's like that Valkyrie now is as fast as. A Koenigsegg, a Zonda, uh, a Bugatti, whatever. But to get that fast, it's had to lose everything. Like that, that shows you just how impressive Bugatti is. Oh, yeah, totally. I know what you mean, mate. And the, the, the inside of the Valkyrie, the, the, the cockpit is just, although it wasn't, it wasn't a real cockpit, I don't think it was just a mock up. Um, but it was, or looked, a lot of it looked mocked up anyway, but there's just nothing there. There's nothing yeah, there at all. It's just bare carbon fibre. You've got a racing steering wheel. You've got yeah. like... It was a photograph or a little video that you might have sent to me. Maybe you've not published it yet, but you got a sneak peek inside the Valkyrie and the seats are basically just like six bits of padding. Yeah, yeah. So there's one bit for your head. There's two bits for your shoulders. There's a bit for your bum. There's a bit of lumbar support. That... What are you going to do in that? Nothing. The car, the, the car is all for speed and posing, really. But it's not even. Um, you can't even really pose in it. 
I think it's just it's just the look of it though. The look of it does take your breath away. It is it is stunning to look at. Oh, I, I, I put a, a photo on last night on Twitter. Did you see it? Yes, I did, and it is absolutely amazing. It, it is phenomenal. Those golden doors sticking up from from the back. It looks almost insect-like. It looks like a massive insect or something. Do you know what I mean? It's some very. It's super, super impressive. But the problem is, extremely wealthy car collectors are going to have their name on a shortlist. They're going to be hand built, and they're going to be bought and put in a barn. Yes, probably you're right. Yeah, yeah. And so, fatal man that could never even get him one is going to buy one and hide it away, and. Normal people, normal car enthusiasts are never going to be able to see it. It's going to, it's going to have 100 miles on it and it's going to be locked away in a car collection. And that is a real, real shame. Have you finished? Yes. Right. Next to it, <laughs> next, next to the Valkyrie, which I was impressed with, um, was, and I didn't know what it was at the time. Now I did, Nick. We were like, what's that? And we thought it was a, it was a road going Valkyrie. We thought it was like a, a Valkyrie for the that you could that you, you it's more practical if you like. Now, what so? The Valhalla? No, no, it wasn't the Valhalla. That comes later on. Um, I've just looked up later uh, afterwards what it is, and it was the Vanquish Vision concept. Ooh, it was a mid mid engine supercar. Um, and um, I don't think I've seen that. It's it's on the Aston Martin website. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, it was this beautiful blue colour. The the roof was pure carbon fibre. I'll pull a photo plate on. So you've got this pure carb, great carbon fibre roof with sort of sort of a turquoisey blue body. Um, the back of it just looks amazing. Didn't have wing mirrors. It had cameras. Okay, so. There's a little thing sticking out. I've took a good photo. I'll put that up later on. There's a little thing sticking out. Like, where's the mirror there? You go, oh, no, it's a camera. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I am all over that. Okay, so I'll put that up later on. Um, and I had bright orange calipers, which went with the blue. Um, then next to that was a repeat E, which has been come down after those two things. But... Um, that was actually a very nice car inside. Yeah, very nice. I can't yeah. Over a repeat. I want nice. I can't move my mind up over a repeat. I can't. I think I would have to go for a Panamera Turbo. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I think I just. I think it was just impressive because in, inside it was the most finished car inside because you can buy one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it was the most complete car day if you like. Obviously, those yeah. Um. The next to that. Was a Lagonda, a Ooh. new Lagonda. Nice. It was nice. It was very nice, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the front of it is is gorgeous. Um, and I'll put a photo up again either today or tomorrow. There's a Lagonda logo now. That's not Aston Martin. It just says Lagonda. Right? Yeah. yeah. And on the front, the A had come off, so it was just Lagonda, and I thought, oh, what's a bit shabby. <laughs> That's not well, good, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, George not going to be impressed with that one. No, he's not. Um, what I didn't notice as well, that with all the new cars that we saw, um, they've got this, the back has got Aston Martin across the back in letters now, like Range Rover does. 
Yeah, or Porsche. Yeah, Aston Martin starts doing that now. Um, except that's with the Chinese market, you read. The card was just done it. Oh, really? so don't know. What's the benefit? What, why? Because the Chinese want it, and the Chinese don't, don't get what they want. They don't buy it, they buy something else. That's a massive market, isn't it? So they want Aston Martin spreading out across the back of the car. Bling, it's all bling, mate, isn't it? No. I, think, I, I think it's selling out the classness, really. Yeah. But then they're trying to keep a company going. Because apparently Aston Martin had a bit of trouble at the moment. Apparently. Change, they? Yeah, yeah. The, the wheels on them are gone. There was something else to it. I don't know if I like them or hate them. They were very distinctive. I'll, you'll see later on. So that's just the first bit inside. Then you go outside to this big courtyard and you've got, you've got two camouflage DBXs outside, no D4x4s. Four yeah, move on. They are vile. I want to vomit thinking about them. Completely camouflaged. You couldn't, even the inside was camouflaged. You couldn't even, the, the steering wheel was covered, the dashboard was covered. Um, they were okay from the front. It's just what you expect a 4x4 four four to be. The back, if, the back though, if they keep the back the same shape as what I saw, it's going to be the worst back of any 4x4 I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've seen the back, but I've only seen the photos you sent. The weird thing is you sent two photos, so there must have been two DBXs, but they had different backs. What was going on with that? I don't what know. What's, what was, what was like red camouflage? What was yellow camouflage? Yeah. One had kind of like round googly lights at the back that kind of stuck out. The other one was like more sleek, so it didn't look as bad. Yeah. But the, the round lights, oh yeah, I would rather pull my own eyes out and use them as real lights and stick them to the back of my head. Mm. I know what you mean, mate. It, it, it wasn't good. You've got to change that back end. You've got to. So anyway, you, then you go back inside again. You go to your left. The, the courtyard sort of joins two buildings. You go to your left. And this week going into the design studio. Before you get there, there was a um you see the the pink property everybody wrote on the car. Oh yeah. That was there. Um and then and then you go outside and then there's two AMRs, so it must be an advantage and a vanquish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um they were nice, but you know, AMRs, yeah, okay. Too much yellow on it for me. A lot of yellow. Um, big yellow stripe down the middle. Oh, they make the grill yellow or red like it's wearing. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can take or leave, can't you, really? Yeah. Um, okay, so you come back inside again. <clears throat> and this time, actually, in, in the design studio, and this was really, really interesting. Um, but to show you from like the sketches from when they start sketching the new car, they've got them out. And like how they build scale, you know, miniature scale models in clay, and then yeah. they build a full scale clay model of a car. Oh wow! Bet that was impressive. Well, you see, I'll show you a photo of that later on, and they had one of them out. Yeah, they had like a sort of quarter scale and a full scale. So this full scale, this, this full scale car photo was made out of clay, and half of it is painted and half is not painted. Could you imagine a full scale DBX in clay? It would just be bonkers. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what they do. Just make sure they get all the curves right and all that, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the half of the car that's painted, you can't really see because the, the car's on a slant. So what you've done is to put like a massive, massive mirror 
at the far end of the showroom and it, it shows you the side of the car that's painted. So you can see the car, the side of the car that's not painted, the side of the car that is painted at the same time. Wow. That was really good. No way. Um, I forgot to mention something. So after that, you come back into the main ancient bit again to get into the factory. Okay. Now, as well as the, the Valkyrie, the, the, van, the what's it called? The Vanquish Vision, yeah. the, uh, the Rapide. There's also something else in there, right? Oh, go on now. The suspense is killing me. <laughs> it's not a full-scale model, okay? It is a, I would say, quarter, it must be quarter-scale, even less. Yeah, it must be less than that. Okay, I get into this. It's called the Aston Martin Volante Vision concept. Okay. And basically... It's an Aston Martin helicopter. No. Yes. No. But it's like it's like no helicopter you've ever seen. It's like something out of Star Wars. I need that helicopter. C <laughs> <laughs> three people. Seats I'm right. People. I I I'm, I am ringing my bank first thing in the morning. I need that in my life. I wonder if I could share that with you. Hang on a minute. Let me see if I can share it. Can you really? see it? Oh, wow. Sorry, this doesn't help people in the podcast to know. Well, describe that, sir. That is like a stealth bomber. Yes, with, yes. With propellers. It is yeah. just... It's got wings. It's got a big glass canopy. Small wings. It's got like a small tail at the back, and then two propellers at the front, but underneath the underneath the actual body. Oh, Al, that's it. I'm buying one of them, and I'm, we'll, we'll car share it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It does behave like a helicopter. I've just been reading about it. It's like vertical takeoff, vertical landing, all that. Yeah. The, on the actual Aston Martin website, it says. It describes it fantastically. Um, can, you still, can you still see the screen now? Okay, yeah. The Valenti Vision concept is Aston Martin's exploration into personal air mobility. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Have you ever heard anything like that? Oh, air mobility. Air mobility. Oh. Personal air mobility. Wow. <sighs> right, so I'm going to stop sharing now. something <laughs> to me. How <laughs> do I stop sharing now? Oh, God, right, hang on there. Stop sharing. Okay. Right, so there's that. Okay. So after that, what you do is you go through and like another little corridor, um, and then you come into actual the part where you choose what um, what cloth you want, what uh, body colour you want. It's called it's, yep. it's called it's called the materials hanging up. It's called the body colours hanging. You know, displayed yeah. so you can see, um, but the body colours are displayed on. On like little models of the cars in like moulds like it like a jelly mould almost yeah um, and also there's loads of drawers and it's got you pull the drawers out and there's all the different levers and different you know whatever's they even, they even, yeah. even have um, all the different cottons you can have yeah for the stitching yeah and the, all the different badges you yeah. can have and that gold that gold badge and the one on Church Street in Castle yeah. Street sorry they had that, that badge there so they will sell you that badge. Um, okay, so after that's done, you go through this massive long corridor um, towards the factory. Um, 
you going inside the main the main part of the factory building, so you've got the restaurant face, the staff restaurant facing you, and the factory to your left. But on the, the actual corridor, there's a massive, the, the whole wall of the corridor is like a timeline of Aston Martin from the very beginning to now. Nice. And so, like, when they won the morning, when they built the, the first, and it has every car they've ever built, and how many they were made. Underneath. Oh, wow. Good. So, for instance, I took a photo. DB4, 1960, the DB4's GT Zagato was launched on the London Motor Show. It was made from 1960 to 1962, and there's only really 19 ever built. So every car's got those facts about it. No way. You imagine how much one of those is worth now. Yeah, oh. I know, I know. So, that's, that, so that was a really interesting thing to look at as you're going down. Anyway, so you're walking down the corridor, and then you come to... The factory, and the first bit you come to before the factory is the main control room where you got all the um, the big TV screens up of all the levels of production. I took a photo of that. You'll see what I mean when I put the photo up. Um, then you the, it's the main factory itself, and it's enormous. I mean, I can't. It's all one level. Yeah. It's just never ending. It's just huge. Yeah. It's supposed to be huge to us as individuals, but it's most probably. Tiny compared to BMW four or four to Halewood, yeah. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Um and this is where it all happens. So it's it's really odd to think that, you know, when you order an Aston Martin, it's made there from scratch. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, you know, um and Nick said it's really weird to think my car was built here. Yeah, it must have been weird for him as an actual owner to think yeah. Yeah. The person who built my car must have been still working there now. What else has he built? What else has he been involved in? Yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway, as you go in, the 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 seats where they do the seats to your left, to the right, they had a couple of really old vintage cars out that you could have a little look at. Yeah. Um. So basically, you just go round the factory. We went round backwards. Actually, we were sort of went round backwards and forwards, and we didn't go round in the right order. But there's that many people there. We had to just go where the crowds weren't. Yeah. So you yeah. see. I'll go through it really quick now. You have the choice of seats, all the different choices of seats you can have. They've got, they've got the, the bare dashboards out without the, the radios or the sat navs or anything else in there, just the bare dashboards. Then you see all the different types of stitching you can have. You have samples up on the wall of all the different, like the Aston Martin badge, but in different colours, in mm-hmm. different leather colours. And then you have the, um, the different kinds of seat, seats, stitching you can have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then you actually see the some ladies actually stitching, I don't know if they are stitching, but they're stitching some bits on actual sewing machines. They're actually doing it themselves. But then later on, there's like it's 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 a massive big machine that's automated as well. So I don't know if it's like the headrests or something the ladies do with the little right. with the little parts or the dashboard or something, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um then we came to a part where there were bodies ready. They were just bare bodies of cars, and they were like in rows of three. So it was like nine in one block, three above each other, three, three, then three. You know what I mean? It's, it's like almost like a, a car transporter with no, yeah, no lobby there. Each other, yeah. Yeah, but it was just like it was just metal. So it was interesting to be able to see underneath. Think, well, that's the back of a car. There's no wheels there. There's no axle there. There's no. Yeah. It was just pure metal. Um, then you go to the James Bond bit, so you've got the DB5, as you'd expect. Yeah. yeah. The Valente, what was that? 
uh, what was that? The Valenti, Francis Valenti, V. Francis Valenti. That was in the Living Daylights. That was. That was Timothy Dalton's black one. He went skiing. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that one looked a bit like a Mustang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looked a bit like a Mustang. And then there's this, there's this thing in the middle. You're like, what? What's that? What is that? And that was uh, what you said before. What did you say? A Valhalla. A Valhalla. And that must be in the new one. It must be, mate. Yeah. Because I can't. It hasn't been in any others yet. I don't think. It wasn't Inspector. So. Yeah, there's a, there's a Valhalla in the, in the middle. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty impressive. Okay. Then you go back and there's the factory where they're making the cars again. And this is where we came, we went backwards then. So we were like, we were near the end of the production line. So there, was, there were cars ready. They were just testing the last bits of it, testing the electronics. And then we were kind of going backwards along the production line. So the full car was where we what we first saw. Then there'd be cars with no wheels on. Then there'd be cars with no wheels or interiors in. Then there'd be cars with no wheels, interiors, or electronics in. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. really, really hot. <laughs> but it was, it was that, that was really great. And then there was a bit where the cars are ready to be to go, and they're ready to be driven out to the factory. And that wasn't they were they were lined up in um, what can it be described as? I'll I'll post a. Uh, Another photo, but like a sort of greenhouse without any glass. Imagine a greenhouse frame with no glass, and the frame was all it was all lights. Wow! So you drive like a tunnel of light almost. No oh, way! Right. It, it's not it's not as impressive as I made the sound there, but <laughs> but it, it looked pretty good. So you got yeah, these yeah. You got these Aston Martins that obviously people have ordered, ready to go. And all on a line ready to go. Um, Can you then, imagine feel like picking one of them up? Oh man! Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. It must be amazing. Then there's another part where the, the, the where the cars have just been not painted, but like the cars that have things extra upon them. So there was a car there for that a company had ordered. So I had their website address all over the car and all of that. Do you know what I mean? They did obviously pick special colours, like company yeah. colours. They were separate to the rest of the cars. Um, then there was like a convertible car open, and they had the engine, they had the bonnet open, so there was a V12, I don't know, what was it? I took a photo. V12 5.2 twin turbo, just right. right in front of your face. It was lovely. Um, then there was a section of old cars, and um, I mean very old cars. So it was like kind of sort of art museum off. Kind of, no. Obviously, because it was an open weekend, they were getting old cars in there as well. Yeah. Uh, and we were looking at going, what's, what's, what's that car? What's that car? We, we couldn't work out what they were. Um, but one, it was absolutely massive. And it looked like, I said, that must have been the Queen's car or something, because it was just enormous. No way. And, and it, you know, it's proper 60s. Blue Aston Martin, but it looked more like a Bentley or a Daimler or something, and massive steering wheel, gorgeous like sort of um, beige leather inside. The back seats had like pull down desk. The side, yeah. it's like a little desk clean down. You could write on it in the back. It was oh, it was a cool car that. Um, it didn't have. Hang on a minute. Let me see. Let me see what that is. Oh, sorry. Next to next to that was a a DB6 Mark II. Um, 
which was similar to the car before, but more like a coupe. Um, basically, just really old cars then. Awesome. So I'm just conscious that we've been talking for a long, long ages. time. Yeah. So sum up the day for us. Sum up the day from start to finish. <laughs> just sum it up for us in 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 a, in, in, in a short way. Very, very special, and if you ever get the chance to do it, take it. If you ever get the chance to go to that weekend, then then do it. I mean, it's not a weekend, it's only you're in there for you're allowed three hours. We we were allowed in there from one till four, yeah, because that's about half past four in the end. Um, but just do it, it because it's Aston Martin, it's special. But even just to go into a factory, a car factory, and see a car like that being made from not from scratch is you've just never seen anything like that before. No, I think I'll. You've done a really fantastic job there of describing it and the the, the, the specialness of it and the specialness of the mark and, and what you were seeing, you've really portrayed really well there. So thank you for that. Um, but I think the pictures and the photos, and I don't know, because you're a professional photographer, I know you must have taken hundreds and hundreds of photos, so it's going to take you a while to pick out the best ones and everything else. But for us as listeners, you've got to you've got to get those photos and those videos up. I know. Oh yeah, that would, that would just totally that would that would just complete it because there's one so there's well one video. I will make some will. There's, there's one video which is really strange, and we went into this little part, and there's a machine going all over the car with like a pointer. If you're gonna, is that being is that being sprayed? Is that a paint sprayer? But it wasn't. And we we're trying to make out what it was. And what we think it was was it was it was a laser a laser measure like a laser measurement machine. And it was measuring the contours in the car. Yeah. Because sure. it was just it was it was just a bare body. Yeah. It was making sure the car's contours were symmetrical and right. Yeah, and it was the right dimensions. Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah. No, I, I think. I think we we could talk so much about this. We could we could even we've decided, haven't we, that we're going to have two podcasts a week. We are going to have one of a subject, which could be anything, favorite post car posters, whatever. There's going to be one general subject, and then there's going to be a review of the week, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. And I think we we wind this one up now. And if there's anything else that you think, oh, I didn't talk about that, I didn't talk about that, then you can certainly bring it back up in our review of the week. Um, but that that was amazing. I'll, I I was gutted that I couldn't go, that there was only two tickets. But I'm absolutely made up that you went Thank you. and you had a great time. And you've, just... you, you've, t- you've explained it and described it to us really well. Well, I tried. I couldn't do it justice, really. Also, just in the in the car park of people who were visiting there that day, there was also a McLaren 600 LT, which I took a photo of, which yeah. is very nice. Um, there was a Porsche 911 Targa, which was gorgeous, with these yeah. sort of, yeah. There were no, surprisingly, there were no Aston Martin Signets. <laughs> but there were at least two or three Toyota IQs. No way. That's weird, isn't it? There was, you know, I was thinking, that's, thinking, mm, that's a bit cheeky. But yeah. anyway, all right. So I'll get these photos on as soon as I can, mate. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And, and, and thank you again for, for, for that podcast. I know I've asked you to talk at length there, but it was really brilliant. And I think that would be a really enjoyable one for our listeners. And then they can go onto all our social media and they can check out your photos, check out your videos, and I would just give them a complete picture. 
Yes, don't forget social media. It's mainly all at, at Full Beam Cars. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Full Beam Cars. And we're on YouTube as well. Look out for our videos. Um, there's one of, of Nick's uh, beer fancied speeding away, which is sounds great. I think the, the, I could listen to that like white noise over and over and over again. <laughs> It was it was pretty good. Then, then yeah. You could smell his clutch for like ten minutes afterwards. The clutch just stank, uh, but it was nice. It was nice. Um, yeah, so that's that. Awesome. So, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for for sticking with us and coming back and listening to our all our new episodes. We still really enjoy doing it and, and, and love all the new stuff. And a massive uh, shout out to Nick as well for for yes, what he did. Thanks. for you. Thank you. Gave a big hug. He didn't enjoy it, but he got one nevertheless. Yeah, nobody enjoys your hugs. What's that? Muffled Nobody enjoys your hugs. Yes, they do. They don't. They do. I'm going to stop it there, okay? So, until next time, guys. We'll see you soon, yep. okay? Bye. Bye bye.